So open up your morning light and say a little prayer for I. You know that if we are to stay alive and see the peace in every Welcome to Raised by TV Podcast. I'm Natalie. I'm Jackie. Hello. Thank you for tuning in again. Um, So today we are going to be talking about Beverly Hills 90210. So uh, I hope you're ready for that. But before that, I have two things that are funny that I realized that I want to tell Natalie. Uh, So I'm going to tell her now. So it's it's about characters crossing over into different shows. Like I talked about last week with with the Hapstalls. This is even better. So I've been watching Buffy. And on Buffy, number one, Doyle from Gilmore Girls is on Buffy, and he's just a random guy that's always around, or not always around, but once in a while is around, and will just say something silly, like his character is just like, <laughs> it's almost as if they knew that Gilmore Girls was going to happen, I was going to watch that first, and, and then, then watch, watch Buffy, Buffy and later. find his existence funny. Like, wow. that's, that's that's how it feels. seriously meta. I know, it's really funny. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so every time I see him, I'm just like, oh my god, that's Doyle. <laughs> and then number two... Which you had mentioned to me when you were watching Dawson's Creek that Maya St. Germain from PLL yeah. was on Did you watch that? Dawson's Creek. So yeah, and I saw her on that. I've already finished <laughs> yeah. Dawson's Creek. But she's also on Buffy. Which was... Okay, we should explain this a little <laughs> bit better to the podcast. Yeah. So Maya St. Germain, which is what where we knew her first, uh-huh. because that's where... She, I don't know. That's why. Because we watched Pretty yeah, Little Liars... <laughs> Even though we had watched these other right, shows, right? But we didn't know who she was know. back then. But Maya Saint Germain was in Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, and she was a main and character she was a main, in Pretty Little Liars she, for a little bit. Yeah, in maybe 2010 or something. Right, at least 2010. Playing a 16 year old. Yeah. So that's where we first yeah. know her. Then we go back and watch these old shows. First, I watched Dawson's Creek. This maybe this episode took place in the year two thousand. Yeah, a one maybe. Yeah, two thousand. Playing a college student. Yeah. And in <laughs> and in Buffy, she's playing a high school student again. Well, she's a she's another Slayer, yeah. but she's supposed to be like the same age as Buffy, and they're in high school, so yeah. maybe seventeen. And that was what maybe two thousand. Also, it was or probably no, it was ninety seven that show started, yeah, and Dawson's Creek started in ninety eight, and this is like the third season yeah. of Buffy or second season of Buffy, so it's not that far in. It's like ninety eight, ninety. So she's just an age. So she's okay. And then so I looked her up because I'm like, she must be like some kind of sorceress. Yeah. She is Bianca Lawson, the daughter of the of the man who is currently married to Beyonce's mother. So she's Beyonce's stepsister. Wow. Yeah. No way. She's fucking Beyonce's stepsister, and she's this ageless, like old is she magic beast. She's oh, I wrote it down. She's 38. 38. And she yeah. just, she played. She's 38. She's like she 35 just, playing a high school yes. student. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't, she gave me 38. She looks like she's 18. She's 38. Wow. And yeah. she's Beyonce's stepsister. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. So like, I know. So like, there's just this whole magical human that lives this crazy life that nobody. <laughs> of seems course, she's to related to Beyonce. About. I know. I mean, like not by blood, but still. But still, like, I know. There's just 
some like, weird sorcery. Like, she couldn't have been anyone else's stepsister. Yeah. She had to have been Beyonce's. I, I want to meet her. She's in the Illuminati, <laughs> <Yeah>. clearly. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, so I thought I had to share that with That's you. That's really good. It was That's better really than news. we even thought it was before. It's perfect. <laughs> I know. I'm like, she's on Buffy, too? Wait, who is this person? I have to find out. I'm so glad you looked it up. I know. <laughs> That's amazing. So I had to write it down to share it with you. But, uh, so that's all I have. Do you have anything? <laughs> uh, I'm just trying in? to recover from standing outside for, oh, like, yeah. 30 minutes. <laughs> so before ja- Jackie came over and we wanted, we were getting ready to start our podcast, we just got off the elevator and the, my fire alarms in my building started going off. Yep. And so we <laughs> At so first we, we were like, eh, that's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's not going off, so let's go outside. And we can't really record with a fire alarm nope. in the background, so we can <laughs> yeah. probably figure out what's happening. So, But we're back, and the we fire didn't, department came, everything's fine. We didn't discuss everything we wanted to talk about outside. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, so. unfortunately, talk about some things. But we're here, and we're ready. And mm-hmm. yeah, so today we are talking about Beverly Hills 90210, the original, not the remake. Mm-hmm. Um, this, so this series. It's on Hulu. If you haven't seen it, haven't go seen watch it. Go it. watch it first. Watch the whole series. They're missing It'll take a couple you, episodes, Yes. Though. Very, uh, quite missing, a few episodes. They're missing, like, a couple episodes from, like, season five or something random. And then a lot then, from the later seasons. And then the very last episode, not on Hulu. But also, I think I was... Re- watching recently the last season and I feel like yeah, there's they a couple the episodes few. that are because it'll one one episode will end and then the next will begin and I'm like well wait th- not, yeah, that was that a never I guess it could because yeah. I feel like there were times that that happened that I looked to see if there was an episode missing and there wasn't there wasn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's, that's it's fair. just not great writing all the time but yeah there there are a few like. Yeah, definitely important episodes that are that gone are that you'll be like, wait, like, I miss something. But then, but then it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a soap <laughs> opera you, at you its can, core, so you can figure you can basically out what's going figure out on. what you missed because exactly. it's just a soap opera, right? But yeah, so nine hundred two one zero, the original aired from nineteen ninety to two thousand, so it's ten years of show. So yeah. a lot of show. If you're if you ha- you're not caught up. Uh, Get on that. But honestly, the last few seasons you, you could don't probably need to do watch. without. Probably after season four or five, you know. Yeah, season five gets weird, and then after that, it's just, I mean, it's good. I, I obviously still watch it, but I didn't care that much that the last episode wasn't there. No. So that tells you yeah, something. Yeah, that tells you something about the show. <laughs> also, if you really want to know where all the characters ended up, you can watch the reboot, 90210, because Jenny Garth, Shannon Doherty, Tori Spelling, they're all in it. And they talk about where everyone ended up. And Aaron Spelling made the show. So, like, it's real. What they say is real. (laughs) It's real. In that universe. Like, that's really what happened. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about a few of those things a little bit because they're important to some of my topics. But, yeah. Also, just to preface this whole thing. um, So, yeah, it started in 1990 Mm -hmm. and ended in 2000. In 1990, Jackie wasn't even born yet. And I was a year old. Yep. <laughs> so we aren't the generation that this was originally made for. No. But we... So we probably see it differently than We see it a little bit differently. I <laughs> do remember watching some of it when it was on, because in 2000 I was 11. Right. So I was old enough played, to watch it and at the end. Reruns they played reruns of it for a long time. Because so. I definitely saw it on TV, yeah, too. Yeah, it was on... It was in syndication yeah. for, for right. a long time. Exactly. So... It was an Aaron Spelling show, yeah. so it was so you know, it was played it was all, over, all over TV all right. the time, and yeah. And when the nine hundred two one zero reboot came on, I was like in high school, so like that made it more important again, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I remember Chris Christina watched it. Yeah, Christina, our, our cousin, cousin watched yeah. it. And we would she would talk about it. Yeah, exactly. So we should have had her call in. Yeah, we should have. 
That's all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we might have a surprise guest later. Oh, yeah. It's a secret. It's a oh, secret. We'll, you'll, you'll have to tune in later here. It's not Tori Spelling, though. Don't, <laughs> don't get excited. <laughs> but they will have some very interesting takes on certain characters. Very interesting. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Beverly Hills 90210 is mm-hmm. about two, in the beginning anyway. In the very beginning. <laughs> it's, about, it's about a brother and sister, Brenda and Brandon. Walsh, who moved to California from Minnesota to Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. um, they met with their parents, and you know they're just trying to fit in with these crazy kids these in crazy Southern Beverly California. Hills kids. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we can go through the list of characters that are that are most important real quick, mm-hmm. and then we'll get on with it. Mm-hmm. So Brenda, what do you want to say about Brenda? Uh, I have a lot to say about Brenda, but I have a whole segment <laughs> Just a, about that. One so. sentence, one sentence description of Brenda. Terrible, awful human. <laughs> Brenda is Brandon's sister. They're twins. They're yeah, twins. twins. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon is portrayed by Jason, Jason Priestley and Brenda, Brenda is Brenda Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In case you don't know, and you yes. don't have Google <laughs> <laughs> or didn't care before, didn't right care. now. So that's them. And they, now suddenly you care enough to listen the, to two girls talk Walsh's, about them. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> The Walshes are a wholesome family from Minnesota. Uh-huh. Until Brenda becomes a psycho Except for Brenda. Bitch, Brenda, yeah. You know, that's All right. Fine. Then Ke- we have Kelly, <laughs> Kelly Taylor, who is the it girl of Be- West Beverly High. Portrayed by Jenny Garth. Jenny Garth. Who I love very much. She's, 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 she's Kelly. She's a cutie pie. <laughs> yeah. Kelly's uh-huh. sweet and innocent she's sweet. and... A little shelter. A little materialistic. materialistic. At first, I feel like she changes a lot. Like, yeah. she develops a lot as a character does. through the she show. Does. She does. Well, she, a lot of things happen to her. I mean, yeah, she, she does. She shot. She gets burned in a fire. That's true. We'll if you weren't excited later. yet, get excited. <laughs> get excited. <laughs> does she have amnesia? Yeah, she gets yeah, amnesia. Yeah, she gets amnesia. <laughs> yeah. It's a soap opera, guys. Yeah. Come on. Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay, the dream is boat. The dream the boat, bad boy. Bad boy. <laughs> Played by Luke Rides a Perry, motorcycle. James Dean-esque. I mean, yeah. Jason Priestley and Luke Perry are both they James They both Dean-esque. have that James Dean thing going on. But Jason Priestley's the wholesome version of Luke James Perry Dean. has more of that bad boy attitude. Mm-hmm. Dylan I love, I love Jason Priestley, by the way. I have, like, a huge major crush on him. <laughs> I mean, major. he's pretty good looking. I love him. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dylan McKay. I like, I like Dylan, but I don't really find Luke Perry that attractive. But... As Dylan, yeah, just his sure. personality, he's sexy, but I don't really, like, think he's a, tra- like, he has, like, a receding hairline and, like, yeah. forehead wrinkles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think he's attractive. I think he's attractive, but he's stuff. not, but not he's a not high school like, student. But he's not, like, just, I don't know, like, I feel like he just doesn't have those, like, I don't know. I think J.C. Priestley is more attractive. He just has better, like, better features, in, I feel. Yeah. I feel like if, if Luke Perry was, like, a sweet guy, he wouldn't be hot. Yeah. At all. Like, you'd be like, oh, he's kind of Yeah, cute, I think you're right. I think you know, you're right. I think it's his attitude. I think it's attitude. his personality yeah. that makes him so hot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, that's Dylan. <laughs> then we have Steve Saunders. Ian Ziering. Ian Ziering. Not attractive Ziering. at all. No, not, not But he does star in the Sharknado film franchise. Does he really? Which is super exciting. Yes, he does. There's a there's a thing I saw that was like he predicted Sharknado 23 years before it was made. I don't know what they were talking about. I didn't look into it at all, but I thought that was really funny. They called him a psychic wizard. <laughs> That's great. Uh-huh. So Steve Saunders, he is the son of a an actress that was in a right uh, a long time 
sitcom. A long-running sitcom. Long sitcom. A fictional one in the show. A fictional long-running yeah. sitcom called right. The Hart- Hartley House. The Hartley House, Hartley yeah. House. So his mom's famous, <laughs> but, but like he's like, a spoiled, he's like a spoiled brat. He, you know, yeah. he's kind of a, a jock type guy. Yeah. But he's like a nice guy he's at nice. heart. I mean, yeah. He just like... You know, he's a little he's dumb, those, and he's, he's like... He's one of those dumb jock guys that you yeah. know, and yeah. But he's not, like, a bully or anything, is what I'm trying to say. Like, he's not, like... He's not, like, a mean jock. No, he's But not. he's just, like, a dumb meathead yeah. type guy. Yeah. Yeah. Really into, like, pulling pranks and goofing off. And, and driving a nice driving car. Driving a nice car. And checking out babes. Checking out babes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Being, you know, exactly. General douche, douchiness. But he's not, like... He's not, like, hot. He's not the guy that all no. the girls like. Like, no, he's, he's kind of a loser when it comes to that stuff. He's not, like, Mr., like, king of the campus or yeah, anything like exactly. that. He's just typical. Right, typical exactly. frat boy. Later on, he becomes a frat boy. Yeah, right. Totally. Uh, yeah. Um, Donna Martin. Tori Spelling. Donna Martin's played by Tori Spelling. <laughs> I love her. Donna is a very sweet, innocent, sometimes boring. Very dumb. <laughs> very dull. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. She does have a learning but disability. Surprisingly smart when it's important. When it matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Donna Martin is rich. Her family is like the most rich. Yeah, I think, I think. so too. That's like a thing later. That yeah. her family's so rich. It's right. like a thing. They have like a huge, ridiculous house. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's all. And just, her parents suck too. Her parents are terrible. Yeah, her parents yeah. are really terrible. Yeah. But she's like a really good person and always tries to do the right thing. Yeah. And her and Kelly are best her friends. Mom, her parents are always like, there's always, there's, they're the ones with, they're like the Hastings. Yeah, they always have like <laughs> stuff going there's on. There's like yeah. secret children right, and everything. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're like the Hastings. Yeah, you're right. If you'd listen to our last episode. <laughs> or watch Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we have David Silver. David, I love David. I love David David's, too. I mean, we'll talk about favorite characters later. David Silver has a really weird character David. arc because. Which we can yeah, get, we can, we talk, can about. talk about that now, I guess, a little bit. When yeah, he a little when bit. he we'll starts, bring a little bit, but. when the show starts, David, who's portrayed by Brian Austin Green, married to Megan Fox, if anyone doesn't know, uh, so he That's obviously right. turned out That's to right. be like a really hot guy. Um, he starts off the show playing this really, like, dorky guy that's, like, younger than the rest of them and, like, wants to be popular, but he's nerdy and he's really short. And then, like, halfway through the first season, he goes through puberty and grows, like, a foot and gets really hot. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, we should probably make him one of the cool kids now. And all of a sudden, he, like, is their age. Or, like, or I think they talk about how he, like, get, bumps he up a grade. He skipped a grade. Yeah, that's so right. smart. But then he's, then not, he's not smart. that smart. Exactly. He's not the, like, one that's no. smart. Like, he's not not know. smart, but, no, but he's, he's not, not like, smart the brainiac. skip a grade, yeah. Exactly. They just wanted him to be... They just wanted him to be their age and needed the show to figure out a way to... to be their age so that, yeah. Because they're like, oh, wait, this guy's, like, has potential to be really cool, and then he's not yeah. at all. Like, this guy's not a nerd. We cannot keep pretending that this guy <laughs> exactly. is a nerdy guy anymore because he's, like, more attractive than a lot of the other guys <laughs> exactly. on the show. Exactly. So. Way more attractive than Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> um, and um, then... then we Andrea. Andrea. <laughs> Andrea is played by some unknown. Gabrielle Carteris. Oh, that's right. yeah. She is the smart girl, the overachieving editor of the newspaper. Right, exactly. She and Jason Priestley, aka Brandon, have this like rapport where you yeah. are like, oh, are they going to date? Will they, they? Yeah. but they're best friends. Right. So probably not. And because she, Andrea's clearly like 40 and... We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Andrea's pretty insufferable most yeah, of the time. Yeah, she gets really bad later, <laughs> yeah. which I'll talk about when we talk about her and Jesse's relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. Yeah. 
guess that's really all there is to say about her. She, yeah. she's I mean, from she's, another town. She yeah. doesn't live in Beverly Hills. Right. But she, she uses her grandmother's yeah. address to so she could go to the school yeah. because it's a better school than wherever she's from in the valley because yeah. the valley is so terrible. Exactly. They talk about everybody from the valley is like. But I'm sure, like in the '90s, <laughs> it, it probably was like was that. Worse. I know, but it's like funny. they portray it that way in Clueless too. Yeah. So I feel like it probably no, was. But they, like a few times they talk about yeah, the valley. Oh, she's from yeah. the valley because well, they're in Beverly Hills yeah. too. So they think actually don't know if actually now that I'm thinking about, it, I don't know if Andrea was from the valley. Yeah, maybe someone that else. That surfer girl. Yeah, there was, was that the, other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Valerie was from. I mean, Valerie Andrea, was some, not Valerie. I mean, uh, Valerie. Andrea, Andrea was from somewhere. Else. Valerie was from yeah. Andrea was from some other suburb, like outside of Beverly Hills. Valerie was from Minnesota, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Um, um, well, we could. I guess we, we could, could talk skip about to Valerie. Valerie next. Yeah. Valerie's not in these early episode in the early episodes. But she, she comes in later in. after they kick Brenda off the show. Yeah. <laughs> Valerie's uh, Tiffany me, Amber Thiessen Tiffany Amber Thiessen who Kelly played Kelly Kapowski and mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell which will be another episode for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> she is pretty she's probably the worst most evil character on the show oh uh, yeah she's horrible but she had some horrible things happen to her which I feel like yeah, she does. I want to talk. I want to talk about that later. Yeah. but they don't really. They don't deal with it. Deal well. with it in the right no, way. It's kind don't. of weird. Yeah. They like don't act like it's that big of a deal. Yeah, I know. They act like it's a big deal at first when it comes out, and then they like turn it into this yeah. thing. Like, I don't know. Weird. Yeah, they don't deal it's with it well at all. Because it was the '90s, and they didn't understand anything. Yeah, Generation we'll, we'll X thinks that they're smarter than they really are. Yeah. Because uh, that was when they people <laughs> just started to understand things. Yeah. But they didn't really get it yet. Yeah, it you wasn't know? All, like it wasn't. <laughs> right, I feel that way a lot in some of the storylines where they're dealing with an issue. I'm like, yeah. okay, they get that it's an issue, but, but they don't, they don't do really any... understand even, why. <laughs> even in Dawson's Creek, I was watching. Yeah, recently. oh my gosh, especially Jen Dawson's says something de- on the radio. This is just stuck yeah. out of my head. Something about how a guy guys always want girls to wear thongs. Why would I yeah, want a piece of floss on my a butt, my butt crack or something? Exactly. That's not the point. Like, right, exactly. If you, girls want to wear thongs, they can wear thongs. Exactly. Like, the problem is that guys... It's about... Yeah. It's about, it's about, what, about the guy wants. what the guy wants. Exactly. But, it, but she's acting like it's about the thong. And like right, exactly. why you wouldn't want to wear one. But anyway, that's what... That's just one That's what the beginnings of feminism and all of the social justice yeah. movements were. Like, people didn't really realize what the real problem was yeah, at exactly. first. Yeah, Yeah. Anyway, we'll... <laughs> We digress. I, yeah. <laughs> off on a tangent a little bit. Yeah. All right, then I guess the other only other characters we really have to mention at this point is Jim and Cindy Walsh, which is Brenda and Brendan's parents. Yeah. Because they're in the in it a lot in the beginning. Yeah, their characters are pretty important until the, the kids get older yeah. and, like, the parents stop mattering. Yeah, and then they, like, on the move away to China. To Japan. Or, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, um, you know, they're your typical wholesome yeah. Minnesota family. Right. <laughs> they're really old. Really they annoying. are something. They are. They're, they're nice. They're, they're good <laughs> they're parents. They're very nice. They're the only, like, real parents in the whole show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nobody are. else has, like, real no, parents. everybody else's parents are really fucked Yeah, up. even, like, David Silver's dad is kind yeah. of an asshat. Oh, yeah, he's kind of a douche. Yeah. Douchebag. He's a douchebag. He's, yeah, like, a he cheater and Kelly's, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Kelly's mom. Kelly's mom's an alcoholic and a mm-hmm. cokehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jackie. Steve's parents are, like... Well, Steve's mom is like but Steve's dad's a, an asshole. Yeah, Steve's dad's an asshole, and Steve's mom is like a you know prima donna, like mm-hmm. aging movie star or TV star kind of deal. Dylan's dad's like a con man. Yeah, Dylan. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel so bad for Dylan. No. 
But yeah. Um, anyway. So I guess that's it for the intro. So then I wanted to go into my first segment, which branches off a little bit since we just uh, got you introduced to all the characters, um, or if you already know who they are, then I'm sorry we put you through that. Um, so I want to do my segment called How Old Were They Really? <laughs> because most of the, it, it wasn't until recently, maybe the last like five years even, that shows started casting people who were the actual age that they were supposed to be when you're making a teen show. Um, for m most of my childhood, and it was never that, you're just used to a 30-year-old playing a 16-year-old, but yeah. <laughs> now that I'm older and I watch it and I see it, it's just quite silly to me. So uh, I wanted to go through what like the year that each actor was actually born in and how old they actually were. Because when the show started, which we talked about this a little bit when we were outside, um, we're, we're not sure what grade they were supposed to be in when the show started. It's a little, it's a little fuzzy. It's a little fuzzy there. They are, there are four or three seasons before. They, go, they don't go to college until season four. So they're at least in high school for three years. Yeah. Um, but they don't start a sophomore. They or start four years. Yeah, three years, I guess. But they don't start as sophomores. They start as juniors, for right. sure. But exactly. They do junior year twice, basically. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so you just assume, you assume at the beginning of the show they're 16, let's say. Yeah. 16. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think well, it's a fair. they drive. Kelly and yeah, Brandon. Yeah, California. I know, no, but that's what I'm saying. So yeah. they have to at least be 16. Okay. So let's say that they're 16 when the show starts. And they're all the same age, okay? They're all the same age as each other. They're supposed to be, right? Even Dylan? Even Dylan. He's the same age as them. I don't know why I thought he was supposed to be like a year old. No, I mean, he's, he's the same not. age no, as them. because he graduated. He graduates the with them. Time. They're all the same age, okay? Which Isn't he not makes it even more silly. He could have been He could have been held back. Yeah, he could have been held back. Should, so I maybe should, he's a year older than yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. Regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the show started in 1990, okay? When they go away to college, it's 1994, I believe, at the beginning of that season, mm -hmm. season four. Um, so, Dylan, who was played by Luke Perry, was born on October 11th, 1966. When the show started, he was 24, and when they went to college, he was 28. That's not even the worst one. Jason Priestley, Brandon, was born August 28th, 1969, so he was 21 when the show started, 25 when they went to college. Um, Steve, played by Ian Ziering, was born on March 30th, 1964, making him 26 when the show started, 10 years older than when he was supposed he's, to be, and 30 when they went to college. He's only two years younger than our parents. I know. <laughs> I know. And in 1990, he was a sophomore in college. Uh, and then the worst of all, Andrea, played by Gabrielle Carteris, born January 2nd, 1961. She She's is daddy's age. our father's yeah. age. She was 29 when the show started, playing a 16-year-old, and was 33 when they started coming. I mean, you can tell when I first watched the show, or you were watching it. You watched it a little bit before me, and you were yeah, watching. Yeah, I was and watching. I came it into the room, and you were. They were. Together. You thought she was a teacher. I was like, oh, it was, who's that teacher? Yeah. Or who's that mom? And they whose mom is that? I said. I think I said whose mom right. is that? They should have cast her as that. Why would they? Why would they? She could have been the teacher her? because she still could have been. At the school, at the newspaper. She could have been right. the newspaper and She could have been a teacher. Why did they cast her as a teenager? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. And then, so then the rest of them are the closest to being the right age that they are, but the closest one is still three years older than they're supposed to be. Yeah. So that's Shannon Doherty was 
born on April 12th, 1971. So she was, was the she's, right age, right? Yeah. No, she wasn't. Oh, none she of them wasn't. were the right age. Oh, okay. Let me finish. So <laughs> Shannon Doherty was 19 when the show started, 23 when they started college. Um, oh, okay. So then if they're 16 when the show started, then Tori Spelling and Brian Austin Green were about a year too old. Okay. So um, they were born they were in 1973. Was. So they were 17 at the beginning and 21 when they went to college. That's fair. But 21 is I mean, way too old to be going to college. Yeah, but as an actor playing a, yeah. like somebody, that's but still fair. But what? But we think that because it's so much better than the rest of them. Yeah. If they were the oldest and the rest of the kids were the right age, we would think that they were old. Yes. You know true. what I mean? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and then Jenny Garth, Garth was born in 1972, so she was a year older than Tor- Tori Spelling and Brian Austin Green. Okay. So, I mean, you can tell, like, they all, like, Brenda and Kelly and Donna and David all look like they could be in high school. Right. The rest of them. Jason Priestley. Yeah. Because he is short. I feel like you can get away with that. Um, And he was, he's the youngest of the oldest. (laughs) So, he's the closest to being all right. He's only two years older than Shannon Doherty. Like, Steve could pass for college. Yeah. But he's, (laughs) he's 26. But he could like, he doesn't necessarily look 26. No, and he has this, like, youthful, youthful kind of personality. Yeah. And he's but blonde. A blonde, Andrea, a blonde man? He yeah. just looks younger. I agree. But <laughs> Don't Andrea, get me started on a blonde man. I know. Me neither. Let's <laughs> not offend. Don't offend anyone. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, Andrea and, and, and Dylan. And Dylan, too. But, like, okay, so then one of the things that I have later... The network didn't want to hire Luke Perry, and Tori Spelling wanted him. I guess they were friends, and oh, she really? actually paid out of her own pocket so to get that, him on the show. So she was 19 and was friends yeah. with, like, 30-year-old. Well, she was Tori Spelling, yeah, though, I know. you know? <laughs> sure. Her father had she already paid paved the way for... That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, it's a good thing they, like, Luke Perry was on the show. No, I Luke feel Perry like he added great. a lot to the show. The only one that I would get rid of is Gabrielle Carteris, because why? Yeah. Like, Exactly. Cast her as a teacher if you really want to use her, but what's the point? Doesn't I know. Make any Which sense. she's not that great of an actor. She doesn't add anything like, to the I don't, show. She doesn't. Her character she really sucks. Doesn't. She's and she's not like really hot or anything either. Like no. I could see them like. Like, let's say Tiffany Amber Thiessen was actually 40, and they yeah, cast her as her. Valerie. She's, like, because well, she was already, and she was already on a show. A hot People girl. would watch exactly. that for her because they're like, right. oh, Kelly Kapowski's in a right. new show. So no Sorry one would care that. that she was actually, like, way older. But Andrea is, like, not even supposed to be a hot character. Like, she's not, like... They could have found anybody to be the nerd. Like, they could have found somebody else to be the nerdy girl. Like, absolutely. Somebody that was actually a little cute so that the, the, like, the, like, back and forth between her and Brendan would would be actually exciting. Yeah, she must be. But she, like, goes on to be in other things. Like, she's definitely, like, a talented actress. Yeah, sure. But not for high school. Sorry. Yeah, but just don't cast her for high school. And we need sound effects. We should get them. I can I can get them. Like I can add them later. No, it's fine. It'd be fun to, to like that, get like we get a bell or we something. We need to get to that do. keyboard yeah. that Gene has on Bob's yeah. brothers. That's what we yeah, need. Yeah, we need to get one of those. <laughs> we sure. can like randomly press the fart button. Yeah. No, I want that. Can we <laughs> that would get that? Be so good. Can we do that? I want to be Gene for Halloween, kind of. Oh, I'll be Tina. I'm thinking about it. I should be Tina. You should be. And Erica, Erica can Erica be, be Louise because that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see I know, that. I they can't see it. I have a Bob's Burger picture on my wall. But anyway. Anyway. Um, so that's right, why, that how old that? were they really segment. That's a good segment. I, like that <laughs> I thought segment. it was necessary for I think we could do it for other shows, too. But for, well, for some one. of them, like, like Dawson's Creek. Doss, like, yeah, like, James Vanderbeek was, like, 30 when that show started. Yeah. But most of the other characters were young, though. What's that? 
Nothing. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. I don't want to say it. Okay. I want to give it away. We'll talk about but it. <laughs> All right. All right. So if you're done with that segment, do you do you have a next segment or because I was gonna do couples. Next. Yeah. Okay. So okay. what I was gonna say before we do couples. Okay. Since we've done the characters, mm-hmm. before we do the couples, who would you date? Which character would you Jason date? Jason Priestley, Brandon, one hundred percent. You date Brandon? Brandon. I wouldn't. I would date David. Um. Yeah, but I would like Brandon's a nice guy, but he's like too nice of a guy, and he's also like. I feel like I don't know. I feel I just, like I, I would. I'm choosing Jason Priestley. I don't think I'm choosing. Brandon. No, I'm asking character. Yeah, I know. But like, I I'm feel thinking like I, about I, it. I mean, I could see why somebody would want to date Brandon, but yeah. I don't think I would jive with Brandon. Yeah. I think I would get along with David. But better. David does like. Well, I guess Brandon cheats too, doesn't he? Yeah, they all cheat. Like every character, every character cheats. cheats. Yeah. I'm just remembering specifically yeah. when David <laughs> cheated on Donna. Oh, yeah. That I didn't like that. That's and true. David, like, he's a little he's bit more really immature yeah, than I guess. the rest of the guys. But he grows but up. But I feel like he's more, like, realistic, I guess. Yeah, I guess. He just seems more like a person I would... Like, he's more yeah. fun, too. Brandon's no, like true. a stick in the mud. But he, like, cares about important things and, like, yeah. fights for things. And, and he's, like, cool. has his, like, music career. Like, he's, like... No, I mean Brandon. Oh, you're talking about Brandon. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess Brandon so. does all those really, like, social justice warrior things, which are great. Yeah. I mean, they're both good and choices. And he's really smart. True. And he's Jason I just... Priestley. Okay. I, I mean, I would love Brandon to be my brother. I would date bro- either of them. I would love Brandon to be my brother-in-law, so... Yeah. You okay. Date Perfect. I'll date David. Perfect. We don't have to fight over them. Exactly. I would definitely date David, too, though, and I definitely think that Brian Austin Green is really hot. Yeah, But same. he's not very cool, like, in real life. Yeah, I guess so. He's dating <laughs> Megan Fox. So. Well, married, married to her. And he, which, well, I was going to talk about this later, but in the show, when he becomes a musician and all that, that's because in real life, he, he, he no, he really was and was terrible. Kind of like a Jared Leto type of thing. Very much like a Jared Leto <laughs> type of thing. Because he was a hot character in a TV <laughs> yeah. show, he thought he could be, he a, musician, be a musician, but he had no talent at all. And fizzled out very quickly. Um, and he was like a white rapper, like, you know. Yeah, that's... Really yeah, I don't bad. love that. I don't love that. No. <laughs> so I think that's why... I think I might... My knowledge of the actors as real people so. is clouding like, my judgment. Honestly, I would say, like, Dylan, because Dylan... Parts Dylan of, I would have dated in high school. D- yeah, same. Yeah. Parts of Dylan's personality I like, and I, but he's also just, like, he's so... Moody and broody. like broody and yeah, both well, <laughs> he's things. Lucas. Like, he's like or, no, yeah, he's, he's not as bad as Lucas. Like he's Morrissey way cooler or something. Yes, <laughs> which is what would have like, made him appealing to me in high school. But now yes, even more, exactly. I'm like, you think too much of yourself. Get over it, yeah. Morrissey, like, Jesse, Lacey, about, they think that the world you. is about yeah, them. Exactly. And they, yeah, exactly. They think the world is about them. They think that they're like the coolest person in the world. Yeah. I don't know. And just unreliable, like, wouldn't be a good... No, wouldn't be a good person to end up no. with. Definitely a good, like, first love or, like... For, like, high school, yeah. yeah for sure. I would have had such a crush on Dylan in high school. Oh, like, my God, I would me have too. been in love with Dylan in high school, for me sure. Me too. But I wasn't even that in love with the character when watching the show. No, same. So, like, I'm maybe I would have been if I watched it when I was younger. Maybe. Like, when I was actually a I just teenager. just got so many, like, I don't know, so many issues, but I was... Attracted to that when I was younger. The more issues, the <laughs> yeah, better. Exactly. So yeah, in high school, I would have loved Dylan. Absolutely. But today, I probably would date David or Brandon. I yeah, guess absolutely. Brandon. I I think I would date Brandon because I just love Jason Priestley yeah. so much. 
He's so hot. He's <laughs> hot. I just remember when I first started watching the show. I'm like, even <laughs> even at the beginning, which I mean, he was he was 21, so he wasn't that much younger than me actually in real life. Yeah. But I'm like watching the show about a teenager, and I'm like, is it okay for me to be so <laughs> in love with him? <laughs> I think that's when I first looked up his age to see like how old he really was. Yeah. yeah. No, he's he's hot. 21 is fine. <laughs> I'm not I'm he's not rotting my cradle. James Dean. James going Dean on. Has that hair, that face. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good look. And I feel like he's kind of short, too, and I always end up dating short yeah, guys because that's just what yeah. I do. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I would definitely have yeah, to. I would probably, definitely yeah. date Jason I don't know. I just, like, I, yeah, I would date you tall. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which David's is ridiculous because me and Adelaide are both tall, so yeah. it's silly that we date short guys, <laughs> yeah. but it just happens that me way. Too. I don't do it on purpose. Neither do I. Like, if you would ever ask me, like, what you would, what kind of guy would you date? I wouldn't have said necessarily. No, so, me either. Yeah, that's not like what I look for. Yeah, but I don't, that's not what I don't look for. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, exactly. Anyway. So it just happens Both of our boyfriends are, are not tall. But. Right. My boyfriend is actually shorter than I am. So is my boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like by only a Yeah, by like an inch or like half inch, mm-hmm. like barely anything. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Makes Moving. wearing heels difficult. Yeah, I don't do it. I do it anyway. I just don't yeah. care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, couples. so couples. couples, let's talk about couples. Um, okay, so I have a list, I looked up a list on the internet, and I was gonna write down where I got it from, and I forgot to, so sorry. Um, <coughs> uh, I mean, they didn't make up the couple, so I'm really not stealing yes, anything. You're not stealing And I'm not using all of the ones that they listed anyway, so I'm not stealing anything. Not plagiarizing, you can't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, I'm not gonna go in any particular order, except that the very last one I say is my favorite couple. Um, so, um, this couple is a terrible couple. It's one of my negative couples. I'll go through all my least favorites first, I guess, and then I'll do my favorites. So, Donna and Ray. So, remember Ray Pruitt? Can I say something really yeah. quick about Ray Pruitt? This we'll is have, my fun we'll facts We'll have a conversation section. about each Let's, couple. It, this is, has nothing yeah. to do with their relationship, yeah. though. Fun facts. When I was doing some research today, I found out that there was a spinoff with Ray Pruitt. Called what? The Heights. Remember, oh, Ray Pruitt was in no. a band. It was a spinoff about Ray and his band. <laughs> I didn't do that much research. It's called The Heights, but we should definitely. How long did it run for? I don't think it ran for very long. Like it half was like a season. Like a season. But <laughs> I thought that was so hilarious. Why would they do that? What the fuck? He was a woman beater. He was a terrible he person. He pushed Donna down the stairs. He was. And he, he cheated pushed her, her down her the too. stairs. Yeah. And, bec- and he, he, like, acted like he was being wronged somehow because she was rich and he was poor. Yeah, exactly. Like, he acted like that was something she was doing to him. Yeah. And that's why he got angry and, and like, and that was, like, angry. it was, like, her fault because she was rich and he was poor. Yeah. I was, like, no, like, fu-. and he was not even cute. No, I don't know why. I don't know why they gave him a spin He looked like a serial killer to he me. did like, look he's like a serial killer. Like, he could. has that look. And that's the name, Ray Pruitt, that sounds like sounds a serial like killer. Sounds like a serial I mean, killer. you just gotta add an initial in the middle. Yeah, Ray, Ray M. Pruitt. 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 Yeah. Serial killer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, negative horror. I just wrote, <laughs> push her down the stairs. Horrible, awful guy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't understand why she dated him. She's just so sweet that she, like, could see the good in anyone. And yeah, I feel like that was a lot of her relationship mistakes were just because she, like, couldn't see past, like, I don't know, she, like... She yeah. just is too sweet to, like, see when people suck. She's, so she doesn't make good decisions yeah, she tries sometimes. to see the good in everyone. Exactly. Gives everyone the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I did my next couple that I, I 
hate, but I loved at the beginning what is Andrea and Jesse. I love Jesse. I love Jesse, and he's a wonderful, mm-hmm. great person, and they they have a baby and they get married and everything, and then Andrea cheats on him. Yeah, with some ugly. Yeah, like, with like guy. some douchebag guy, and they like sneak around in a motel, and like yeah. she doesn't even She's seem so, to she feel remorse feel bad for about it. it exactly, yeah. it's like it's really shitty, and I don't like. That's when I really, like, I never really liked Andrea, but when she did that, I was, like, irredeemable. Yeah, yeah Completely same. irredeemable. Don't like her at all anymore. No, she's terrible. Jesse is way too good for her. He's cute. He was, like, a bartender. She met him at, like, it was, like, a wedding or uh, some kind of event that he was bartending at. I don't really remember. Yeah. And I'm sure he thought that she was uh, a teacher or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a bartender. Yeah. At, like, some event that they were at. That's right. And that's how that's they right. met. And she was with somebody else at that. No, I don't remember. I don't really remember what was happening at that point in time either. No, but he was so nice. He was so sweet. Yeah, he was so sweet. And, like, I thought that they were setting it up for them to just, just stay together. Why did they have to add that in? Just to give... Just to give Andrea drama, exactly. Because her storylines, because her character was boring and terrible. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But they could have... Well, I don't know. But yeah, so that was a terrible relationship. And then I did David and Valerie. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Don't know why that ever happened. <laughs> terrible. I don't even remember what Valerie's the whole point of the relationship was. Evil. Like legitimately evil. Horrible, horrible, awful person. But also they dated in real life. Oh. So, so I that's feel like that might have been why they, they were did probably that. like, oh, put us make yeah, a state. They might have written that in because of that. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Sure. Um, okay, and then David and Claire, which was another one. I mean, I didn't totally hate that, but I just didn't think they were right for each other, but I liked yeah. Claire. Yeah, I liked Claire, too. Claire thought, was pretty and, and nice and cool. Like, she was, like, an interesting character that But they that happened, in. like, after Donna and David broke. They had like, already broken up. But, like, yeah. I was still kind of upset. Hoping that, for yeah, David so and I wasn't to super on board with, with David and Claire because I wanted... Donna and David to get back together. That, yeah, that's basically the only reason that that's um, partially a negative. Because mm-hmm. I like Claire and I like David, and their relationship wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I just wanted David and Donna to be together. Yes, same. I um, agree. And then, uh, branching off that... Uh, oh, wait, no. I'm doing all my negatives first. Okay. Then, Callie and Brandon, I... Kelly and Brandon? Yeah. I just... I was never team Kelly and Brandon because I just felt like they were brother and sister, and I didn't feel like they were like they're they're like I never felt their chemistry, so I didn't like them as a couple. But um, I know you like them. as I a I can couple, see what so. you're saying. I can see, but I think that actually is what makes a good relationship. Like I think that they're they're what they seemed right together. I could see them being together. You felt chemistry in the though. I didn't. That's why I didn't. Yeah. You feel that way because when you watch them on screen, you felt something. I never yeah. did. So I never liked them as a couple because when I would watch them together, I felt nothing. I felt yeah. like they're they're good as friends. I don't feel See, I felt like it there. felt more real. Their relationship felt more yeah, real to that. me. It felt like I could actually see those two people in real life being together in long term. And I didn't Maybe, feel that way but with some of the other characters, some of the other couples. But that's why I like Kelly. Maybe, but I just never felt... I never felt any chemistry. It always felt kind of incestuous to me. Like, it always just sort of felt, like, not right to me. So I put that. And then Brenda and Dylan. 
because I hate that. Brenda yeah, no. and she's awful. Yeah. I, and I any relationship I mean, he was in was terrible. But I just don't understand why dating, Dylan would have dated Brenda. Me either, because she's so boring and she's so stupid boring and, and annoying. And Dylan was like this bad guy. I know. Like, and why would he want to date this weird girl from Minnesota who like know. was a one like wanted to be popular and cool? Exactly. Like, it just didn't make any sense. No. Because I think that because Brenda was the main character, she, yeah. she was supposed to be the main character through that the whole liked. show. And she, she was, was supposed, supposed to, be, to probably end up with Dylan. She was supposed to be the character that you liked exactly. and wanted her to be and with then the a guy lot of that things nobody liked her, happened so. that made that not happen. Yeah, Brenda was supposed <laughs> to be the Kelly. Exactly. Yeah. And then, okay, so then my, my relationships that I did like, Steve and Claire. Yeah. Um, so Steve and Claire are together like... I guess in, like, the middle towards the end of the show-ish. Um, and it sort of feels like they're supposed to be endgame. Like, the writers originally planned on Steve and Claire yeah. staying together. Um, but then I guess maybe, like, the actress that played Claire left the show for some reason. Because th- that's sort of how it feels like she was written off the show. Because probably the actress, like, was doing something else. So they send her to France or something like that. Um, <laughs> but I did like them together. She's, like you were saying before... When we on the podcast so people don't know this uh, <laughs> she's the one who like made Steve like settle down and yeah. like realize that he wanted like and she to have was a steady cool. girlfriend like, she yeah. was a cool person yeah she, she was, was the first like female character they added that was like kind of unique and had mm-hmm. like and I feel like they modeled the character of Silver in the 90210 spin off or remake after her I never watched this so Silver Erin Silver she is the little David's sister of Kelly. And Kelly and, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the the child that in Beverly Hills 90210. She's in yeah. She's a baby. They yeah. yeah. Kelly's mom get like and David's dad get married and they have a baby, Aaron, who ends up being a main character in the remake. Remember they lost her? Silver, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like blonde in Beverly Hills 90210 and she's not at all in in 90210. I mean, I was remake, blonde when I was a but, baby. Yeah, I guess. But it clearly isn't her. Yeah. <laughs> she also way. is in Iron Fist. She plays um, the girl. What's her name? The the sister. Oh, really? That's her. Yeah, that's her. That's that's What's Aaron Silver. Uh, I can't remember what her name Iron is. Fist. In Iron Fist. I can't remember. I can't remember at all. The yeah. yeah the Iron, main exactly the main girl. The sister. The sister of the, the sister of the, the shitty guy and the, with the family. The family with yeah. the, the, the dad who's like a zombie. The evil guy who died and, yeah, and yeah. is back to life. Yeah. Right, exactly. I can't remember her name though. I don't wanna explain this further because I think it's hilarious for anyone who never watched her. <laughs> yeah. She's the sister of the guy, the bad guy, the <laughs> brother, the dad. I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> watch so Iron nice. Fist, it's great. Watch all the Marvel Netflix oh, yeah, shows. Yeah. They're great. They're good. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so We like all um, TV, not just old TV. Yeah, exactly. And bad. We like we like semi good TV too, not just teen drama. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, what I was saying was I think that I think that they modeled Silver after her because she has a kind of a similar personality, except Silver's a little bit more angsty because she's a teenager. Yeah, well, Claire, when and we Claire, was, Claire already, was in college. Yeah, we were already in college. Um, so I feel like Claire probably would have been just like Silver when she was in high school. Yeah. But anyway, I digress again. Um, and then I did Dylan and Tony. So. Tony Marchette. Yes, Tony Marchette. So. I liked her character, and 
her death was really sad. And yeah. I definitely like felt for Dylan a lot when she died. So that that's how I know that like I cared about their relationship. Yeah. I don't know if I cared about it until she died. But yeah, it was a really sad. This was like a passionate kind of love story. Right. And it was like the her father was in the mafia or whatever, was trying to kill Dylan and killed her yeah. by act. Like that was yeah, horrible yeah. that that happened. It was really sad. And that actress I really like. She, she's um, in Rebecca Gayhart, so she was in else. Jawbreaker, and she yes, was also Jawbreaker. in Dead Like Me. Dead Like Me, yeah. Which is she another the, show that I love. She loved. was the original other, other girl. Re- Reaper. Yeah. yeah. Who left and the she, show. Like, went she, to, like, she jumped off the cliff to Ireland. Yeah, that's right. We should do Dead Like Me. Yeah, we should do Dead okay. Like Me. I love that show. <laughs> but it was canceled, but we... So I know. Did you about. watch the movie that they made? No, I didn't watch that. It's so bad. No. So bad. I gotta watch it just so yeah, I have it's like watched made for TV. it. It's not good. Oh, it's made for TV. <laughs> yeah, but that was, was such bad. a good show. It was such a good show. It's so sad I that they canceled that. that. But yeah, like, so yeah. I love, I love that actress. So I think that yeah. made me like the character more, and then I like the relationship more. Uh, yeah, they were fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why it's just like one of yeah. the random things. Um, and then Steve and Janet. So Janet is yes. who Steve ended up with after Claire left. Um. They have a baby together. They like stay together through the end. So I feel like I feel like Janet's character was written in because they wanted Steve to end up with someone sweet that everyone will like, yeah. um, and Claire had to leave, so they put Janet in. But Janet was definitely a good. And they have a baby. Yeah, they have. I said that. Yeah, they have a baby. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, they have a baby, and she's like ethnically ambiguous kind no, of she's supposed to be she's supposed to be Japanese but she's like but that's why not <laughs> no I I but have that's something like generation X I have something to say response about that to having an ethnically yeah. diverse cast I mean, is having well that's a whole is, other thing I yeah. want to talk about which yeah. I want to get to is there we lack of diversity in the show absolutely well then they but, try to do that thing with the other school that that's all the black kids for like one episode great like but but that's what oh, I mean yeah, like I feel like that's what Generation X did with issues like that. Yeah, they they whitewashed them, bit, yeah. and they just turned them into this, like, little, like, clip. And those kinds of shows, especially. Absolutely. But anyway, with Janet, when she's dating Steve, they... There's her parents make a big deal race, about it yeah. because he's not Japanese. Right, exactly. But, but she's, she's clearly, clearly not, not fully Japanese. Exactly. Like, her mother must right. have been that was something what, else. That's where I was getting yeah. at with the yeah. ethnically ambiguous... Yeah. Thing. Like, no, that was mother was like, she's clearly not fully... Japanese. Right. Like she's part something else. Exactly. Just looking the at her, actors. you'd never be like, oh, that girl's Japanese. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, oh, like, you know, she's she's ethnically ambiguous. She's a, she's yeah, exactly. Mixed. She's Asian and something right. else. Like, yeah, exactly. Probably Possibly white. multiple things. Yeah. Exactly. She's beautiful. Yeah, she is she's beautiful. beautiful. But they, okay, so then I was thinking about it, and there is an episode of Boy Meets World where the exact same thing happens. Yeah. Eric Matthews is dating an Asian girl, or, yeah, I think, yeah, and she's clearly, yeah. like, only part might be the same actress it probably is <laughs> and she gets called like a racist name yeah. at the mall or whatever and it's just a horrible thing but she's clearly like barely asian that's because they don't cast they like they i do know it's just TV ridiculous shows and movies do that all the time they don't they don't yeah but like why wouldn't you if you're writing a stereotype storyline of a race anyway you might as well you know, cast, yeah, yeah. like, you're already, it's already bad enough, you might as well yeah, cast, as well like, cast the person who's actually that race. <laughs> exactly, like, uh, it's like, you might as well cast, like, Rebecca Romaine Stamos to play that Asian <laughs> character at that point. Like, Rebecca like, Romaine Stamos. <laughs> I don't know why that was the first, <laughs> that was the first actress I thought of. I don't know. Some good example. I watched 
X-Men the other day, but it wasn't even with Rebecca Romaine playing Mystique, it was with Jennifer Lawrence, so it really makes no sense that that would have made that connection. <laughs> anyway, it's like casting Jennifer Lawrence as playing sure. the Japanese Whoever. girl. Whoever. <laughs> yeah, fair. Anyway, <laughs> so but regardless, I like Janet, I like their relationship, it's cute, it's great. Yes. It's I one like of my that. top faves. Um, and then I guess you can switch Kelly and Dylan for Kelly and Brandon. Sure. Because I put Kelly and Dylan as one of Why my Why do you tops. like Kelly and Dylan? I, um, don't I don't. I don't think that they're right together um, necessarily, but I always wanted them to become right together, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think every time they break up, it makes sense, and he's clearly unreliable. I did not. I said I would yeah. never date him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just always felt like they were the ones with the chemistry, and I always wanted them to come back together in the end, and I think that so did the show, because in the remake... They had had a baby. She's raising his child. He's nowhere to be found, though. But they sort of leave it open. Like, Brenda comes to visit Kelly in one of the episodes and talks about how she'd seen Dylan or whatever. Mm. And, like, they talk about Dylan a lot. And it sort of seems like he's probably going to come back around. Yeah. Like, that's how they leave it open. So I feel like I feel like I feel that way because the show felt that way. And I was supposed I, to feel that yes, way. Yes, I can but, like, understand. I don't, I, I don't ship them. I don't, like, you know, like... Yeah. I don't, I understand, okay, I understand why, why you, they definitely have chemistry, yeah. I can see that, I just th- think that they had a bad relationship, he, like, remember when they were in they Europe, did have a bad when they were in Europe, and, yeah. like, he was just, like, sitting there reading right. his book, that, yeah. like, they had, they, like, he was so bad to her, he was not, and, but then the show, like, but, I wrote here, like, the way, like, remember when they went to, he went to a psychic or something? Yeah. And they, like, well, found he, out they were soulmates No, he didn't go to a psychic. He it had a like past life reading. Past life reading. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Exactly. So, that's, that's what I mean. So, it's I feel like, like they wanted to make you want them to be together. Yeah. But I feel like they just were never right together. But they weren't. And that, and what I'm saying is I, and it was the same thing with, like, Jess and Rory and Gilmore Girls, though. You're always wanting them to come back and prove their worth and yeah, for their relationship guess, to work out. But I feel like, like it never, there's more it never reasons happened, why I can so. say that Jess and Rory are good together yeah, than, I guess. than Dylan and Kelly. And I definitely, and I, you know, with Jess and Rory, like, that's one of my favorite couples. And like, But I'm, I don't feel that way about Dylan and Kelly. Yeah. But I just, I think that... They were always the ones that I wanted. Like, I hoped that they ended up together in the end. Yeah. Like, I hoped that Dylan finally, like, got his shit together and I guess was so. there for her. And especially now that they in the remake they had a baby. Well, like, be there. I hope that he... I'm actually surprised that he wouldn't be there. I think they couldn't get Luke Yeah, Perry. I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I sure think that, I'm sure that was it. But, yeah. like, he seemed like... Remember when he found his sister, that sister, yeah. and he was, like, so, like, into that? Well, and, and I so. don't remember if in the show, like, it, it was it was that he, like, didn't know that he that she had his... Uh, I don't remember... Like, I don't remember what the maybe. story was, why he wasn't around. I don't I don't remember at all. Or if he, like, was around sometimes, like, he came around to see the I kid. I could see them... I don't remember I could what see them, like. like, raising the kid together and not being together. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I, I need to watch it again. I really actually really like the remake, and I highly recommend watching it. But I need to watch it again because I, I don't, just felt I don't like, remember. I felt like Brandon and Kelly could have been Jim and Cindy. Yeah, I just didn't. Uh, I don't you know. Want, I, I mean, I don't ship Jim and Cindy. Okay, but like, I don't like care about that relationship at all. But Passionless. Yes, but they're. But like, I just mean, maybe okay. in reality, but I'm, I'm not talking, in a TV I'm, show. Yeah, like, but yeah. like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I can see them being like Scott's parents or something. Yeah. Like, they're like just are happy, like, to, I can see them being happy together for 
like when they're older and for a long Which time is and like nice, raising kids together. But I just don't care about that kind in of relationship a in a teen I, soap opera. I understand that. It has to be like exciting yeah. in a show. Sure. In real life, I wouldn't want that at all, and that's why I would never date a guy like yeah. Dylan because yeah. that's terrible. But in a show, yeah, where everything's fake and you can make anything happen that you want because none of it's real, I want Kelly and Dylan to be together. You know what I mean? Fair. Exactly. Fine. All right. <laughs> anyway. And that's the only reason that I feel that way. So, and I don't care that much. We could totally switch those for you. Keep it's fine. Like I mean, me. I, we don't have to write. We're not sending totally. it into anything. We're not, we're not taking this to yeah. our graves. We're taking this, this one to the grave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never Just giving us good little liars. No. Um, okay, but then, so those are my feelings on that. My number one favorite couple, Donna and David, love them forever. In the remake, though, they moved to Japan together, and they live together, and they have kids, but she comes to visit Kelly, and she's like, I really want to move back to California, and David doesn't want to come because he has his job out there, and she, like, talks about leaving him, and it's, it makes me, it breaks my heart every time I watch it, but they, she ends up going back, and everything's fine. Good. But I loved it, Donna so and David, too. they did end up together in the end. I liked them together, too. They moved to Japan, too, I guess, to live with the Walshes. Everybody, yeah. <laughs> no, like, he has a job out there. See, they're friends she, or Japan. <laughs> what happened was, um, Tori Spelling... Or not Tori Spelling. Donna <laughs> created a fashion line that yeah, that yeah. made it but really big. Now, now wear this. That was their but show. She, that was their store. Yeah, but she it's a different thing. <laughs> I never remember. But she just... like creates a fashion line that makes it really big in Japan, but doesn't get over to the states Until, yet. Yeah. And then she, people started to know her in the states, which is why she wanted to move back to California, and she like missed her home and everything. And sure. Yeah. But That's David, what happened. David like started a music career in Japan. No, he. I forget. <laughs> I forget what it was that David was doing in Japan. <laughs> I don't think it had anything to do with music. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. I don't remember. But yeah, what is he doing in the later seasons? I don't remember. He's still a DJ. Yeah. At, the, at Peach Pit After Dark. Yeah. We can talk about Nad or the Peach Pit. Yeah. Or oh anything. yeah. Well, we we'll talk about it. We're later. we're doing <laughs> couples now. I know. I know. But in the characters. <laughs> oh I, I yeah. That's fine. Well, and then Nat and the Peach Pit are also in the remake, oh, which really? is great. Yeah. It's so good. I can't believe he, like, you'd think that Nat would have been a character that left the show at some point. But he was no, in No, he it was forever. there forever. I know. He was that staple, I know. Yeah, but like, you He was probably cheap and didn't, yeah. couldn't get any other work. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just there. He's well, and then he came back for the remake, too, which was awesome. And, like, that Kelly and cool. Brenda are, like, at the Peach Pit and they're talking, and he comes over and they, Aww. he, like, asks about Brandon. <laughs> That's so good. And, like, That's so yeah, cute. it is. It's really cute. Um, but, yeah. So, that's all I got for relationships. You have anything else? Um, so, I mean, there are some bad relationships. I don't care that much about any of the other relationships. I know, but some of them are, like, fun to talk about. Yeah, but, totally. Uh, but so uh, we can talk about them when we move to onto storylines, because okay, I have perfect. a couple things. But, okay, so, let me ask you this, because, so, how many, you didn't really have a favorite character with the Brandon was in at all. A favorite relationship? Yeah, a favorite relationship. Maybe that's because I want to be with him, so I don't <laughs> care about any of his relationships. But also, he he ended up kind of not in a relationship in the end. And he wasn't in the show in the end. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But when he leaves, like, it's sort of like he's doing his own thing. He's independent. He doesn't need to be with someone. Yeah. And well, he's going to go gonna on to meet me, and then we're going to get married. So that's so. what I care about. He dated so many people. <laughs> yeah, he did. He had so many. I wish we should have, like, written down all of Brandon's girlfriends, but that would have taken way too long to go yeah. through. We're already like an hour through. <laughs> Are we really? <laughs> yeah. 
wow, this episode might be really long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that's okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I still have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we still have a lot. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's some stuff out. Yeah. Um, all right, well, that's fine then. Whatever. Uh, I did this. Okay, so r- real quick, do we want to do just some awards? Like, best and worst dress characters. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Before we get into more of the nitty-gritty. Yeah. I really need to talk about my Shannon Doherty sure. stuff, so we need to make And time. I have all the best. Perfect. <laughs> Maybe we don't need to do that, then. Maybe. Best and worst dress? Maybe let's just get let's into the... Let's just real the... quick do best and all worst right. dress. What are yours? Kelly, best dressed, worst dress, Andrea. Agreed. <laughs> really but I also <laughs> really like the way that um, Valerie dresses, even though I yes, don't like her. I like she wears a lot of leather. Mm-hmm. She looks good most a lot of, of the crop time. Tops. And Claire too, like yes. dresses really cool. She wears like chain mail. Also, <laughs> Kelly in the be- I'm talking Kelly in the beginning, not Kelly in the later seasons. Yeah, because Kelly in the later seasons, like in the mid mid later seasons, looks terrible. She gets that they, awful haircut. She has an awful haircut. And she's always in these frumpy dresses. Yeah. And oh yeah, those big those like big, weird. Like, she just yeah. doesn't look like Kelly. Anymore. Early on, she looks good, and like way later, later, she looks yeah, good. yeah. Anyway, that's really all I have to say about that. Andrea's the worst dress. Andrea's she dresses terrible. terrible. Yeah, she dresses like an old lady. But Brenda, too, sometimes. She'll wear those big ties. Yeah, And, yeah. like, the men's t-shirts tucked into, like, weird work pants. Yeah. Not good. No, sometimes not she good. looks cute, but a lot of times she just looks really weird. Donna, Donna dresses Donna dresses too. really well. She's very, very skinny, so she wears a lot of these really short crop tops or, like, bras as, as shirts. Yeah, exactly. And she has this, like, tiny little waist. She's got an amazing body. Like, Oh, yeah. The, she does. I mean, she's, those are yeah. not real boobs, but. Still, though. But she's, like, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, Donna, wow. I know, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that distracts you from the, well, some of the facial issues. Yeah, I think she's pretty. But. No, she's really cute, but <laughs> yeah. she's not, like. She's not like Kelly. Like, if Aaron Spelling was in her dad. She probably wouldn't She probably been. wouldn't have been as famous as she was. Probably not. Like, she's talented for yeah. sure, and she's really cute, but I feel like, I feel like they wouldn't, the network wouldn't have given her a chance. Like, if she was not. just some random girl. Yeah, you're probably right. They yeah. might not have given her a chance. All right. Well. She's not Kelly. Yeah. No, she's not Kelly. <laughs> anyway. All right. What did you, do you want to, do you have um, other stuff you want to say, or? Do you, do you want, want me to, to get into this, or do you want to do let's, that first? Yeah, let's talk let's about some story of the storyline stuff. Yeah. So, uh, before, what, what, I guess this would have been a good um, this can transition be from this could have been, yeah, who cares? <laughs> listen to this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good. The bros watch PL, I'll just put out a six know, hour episode, okay? It's fine. I know. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. I don't, I, I would listen to it this long of a Absolutely, podcast. Absolutely, let's go. Get anyway, <laughs> so this was a good transition from Brandon's girlfriends and stuff. The Emily Valentine storyline. Oh my god. <laughs> She was another one. She wasn't even cute. What was the thing? No. But uh, let's just talk a little bit about Emily Valentine, right? Yeah. She, what does she do? She She goes crazy. She drugs Brandon. She drugs him. Yeah, that's right. At that club. She like... Get, like makes him do coke, right? It's like acid or, yeah, or something. something. Yeah. yeah, it's like ex- or ecstasy. Without it's telling, like yeah, something. yeah, it's, it's like ecstasy. ecstasy. Without and him knowing, yeah, drugs him. Yeah, and she stalks him. Yeah, she slashes his tires. She, she lights, lights a float his, on fire. Yeah, the float on fire. <laughs> and she lit something on fire. And then he like one. goes to San Francisco I later know. and like has cheats on Kelly with her. Because he's just such a. Nice he cheats on oh, Kelly. Does he, he cheats on Kelly with Emily Valentine? I don't remember. Yes, that's when she gets. That's when Kelly gets in the in the fire. 
Oh, Brandon yeah, is, that's Brandon right. is in San Francisco with Emily Valentine. Right. What the hell? What I know. What are you doing, Brandon? Why? What the fuck? She was crazy. And she wasn't even cute. She had that big chin. I mean, she, whatever, she was fine, but she was, like, also, yeah, I don't know, she dressed stupid. Yeah, like, she, she was, just, like, like, I don't know, she was, like... I mean, she thought she was, like, cool, but, like, her hair was, like... Yeah, she always had weird hair. Yeah. She just wasn't cute. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't that. Kelly. <laughs> she was, no. Um, no one is Kelly. <laughs> so, I was, re- I, I was reading an article, and I don't remember what it is either, but it was just a list of, like, ridiculous plot lines. Um, then Brandon also had a racist girlfriend. Oh my god, that? yeah, that's right. <laughs> was that like at the pool club or no, the beach club? Or, it was no, something or somewhere. like that. And she but would like, just she would say, say horrible racist things. things. Yeah. Like, why like, did they? Do why did that? he even continue talking to her? Yeah, after but that, also though. like it was a weird yeah. way to talk about racism. I think they're show. just trying to show that Brandon's not it's racist. Not racist. <laughs> but they couldn't have any people of color in the show. Or yeah, anything, exactly. So. Whatever. <laughs> um. What else? Well, I think advertisers have a lot to do with the decisions like that that they made, and I have a thing about that later I'll talk about. Yeah. But. Okay, yeah. so let's talk, okay, now now moving on to Kelly. Kelly joins a cult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did Sean Hunter in Boy Meets World. And so did Remember? Sydney in Melrose Place. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> AKA Ashley Marin. Yeah, right. <laughs> so weird. I know. We all, have to do Melrose. Like oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Kelly joins a call. Kelly gets shot. That's later. Oh yeah. Kelly gets burned in a fire. Mm-hmm. What, what else happens with Kelly? That's notable. Um, Her mom's a cokehead. Mom's a cokehead, alcoholic, crazy piece of shit. Um, she gets amnesia. Is that she got amnesia after she shot? Amnesia after she shot. And when she gets shot. What is that? What the same happens? time that she gets? She, she gets shot more than once. She because she? she gets held at gunpoint once, but she doesn't get shot then. She gets shot later, and that's then she, which, when she's with Brandon, and then she gets amnesia. Yeah, she, earlier in the show, and she thinks she's she in love gets with, held like, at Noah gunpoint and like robbed. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember what happens. <laughs> I haven't watched the show in a while. It's been a while. <laughs> That's oh, all right. Keep all right. going. And then, <laughs> all right. I guess we can move on to stuff oh, with yeah, Dylan. Oh yeah, she gets burned and she thinks she'll never be pretty again. She's but like, she didn't even burn her face. Like, you can't even see and it. And that other girl that she was, that she was in the fire with got yeah. her whole face yeah. burned. And Kelly's like, "But I'm gonna be a model. I'm never gonna be a model now." <laughs> She's so depressed about it for so no. long. I mean, it but when you grow up with a mom like that, and the one thing that you always had was that you were the pretty girl, and like something like that happens, like I can only imagine that that would be really hard to deal with. Yeah. You know, like, she didn't have anything else, really, to cling on to that she felt good about herself with. That was her one thing. She wasn't the smart girl. She wasn't, you know, she didn't have a lot of support from anyone. Yeah. So, it makes sense. Yeah. What else? Uh, Jack McKay gets killed. Killed in a, oh, a boat yeah. accident. It gets bur- like blown, blown up. Not the boat. Right. The, and then he, his car gets blown up, and then he's not well, actually, actually dead. dead. And he's a con man. <laughs> I know. Ridiculous. That was so stupid. And then his, Dylan's that con woman with the little sister. Oh, yeah. What happened? Can you refresh my memory with that? I oh should my have, God, like, looked yeah. at So Dylan was, was he dating her? I think his dad, wasn't his dad dating her? 
dating the lady? Yeah, and then... This was before... And then she Dylan had the daughter, Jack- and the daughter and Dylan... No, it wasn't... They weren't dating. It was... I don't remember what I don't was, remember I don't remember what was going on. But then the daughter and Dylan became really close, and Dylan, like, really cared about her, and then figured it out and, like, saved her. It was... It was... Yeah, no, no. I think this was after the dad died. Yeah. And this woman was like, oh, this is Jack McKay's... Right. Child, right. like that. I was your. This was your sister, or whatever. Right. And then, but it was really wasn't really. Were they? Really I don't wise? remember what was going on. But regardless, <laughs> Dylan ended up actually like caring for the daughter, the girl. Yeah. Like later on, and in then the show. He, like, she goes she comes back with later. Mom yeah, exactly. In Hawaii. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that much. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe it actually was. Jack I think it McKay's was. Daughter, yeah. Too. Yeah. I don't remember. But, but then she's she just was, not. She was dating someone, a guy that was in it that was in that on was also, the yeah, con. Because I don't they went to Valerie. They he hired Valerie or something to like seduce the guy. Yeah, that's right. Right? Yeah. I like vaguely remember all of this, but I don't yeah. remember specifically <laughs> any of it. So stuff. we should probably stop talking about it. <laughs> um, all right, well, if anyone that. knows what we're talking about, wants to clear that up. Oh just yeah, send us an email. Send us an email. Rbtvpodcast <laughs> at gmail Please email us. Please. To comments, concerns, suggestions, <laughs> anything you anything you want. Absolutely. If you want to yell at us, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. One of my favorite episodes storylines is the Donna Martin graduate. Oh, so good. <laughs> so Donna, uh, they're all at prom or something. Yeah. And they drink a little, like they all drink a little too much. Donna, of course, like is so. She weighs like one. She weighs pound. like two pounds. She, she didn't eat anything, and she drank some champagne that right. they had, and the, the, somebody's mom. Somebody, Jackie no, no it was David Silver. David's, uh, D- David's dad. David's Mr. Dad Silver gave it, gave it to them. Gave them some champagne yeah. and she gets too drunk and falls down the stairs mm. or in front of the principal and yeah. gets suspended and isn't allowed to graduate or right. walk at graduation. So they do the So protest. Brandon pretty much organizes the protest. Brandon always organizes the protest. <laughs> and they take it like it's so serious. And, and they chant the chant of a to, generation. I wanted to get a clip. We should get... A clip of Donna Martin, the chanting. I could try to do that, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen. But they say, Donna Martin graduates! Donna Martin graduates! Maybe I can put it at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can put it at the end. But that's one of my favorite. favorite yeah, that's story. really good. I like that one a lot. It's the chant of a generation. It's the chant of a generation. I mean, this mm-hmm. is Generation X. is like, yeah. they're ready to stand up for what they believe in. Yeah. Making rich, sure that a rich, rich white girl, white girl gets doesn't get discriminated against. It's really important. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, but that's definitely a great yeah. episode. Definitely a classic. <laughs> the next thing I wrote down, we kind of already talked about with Dylan's wife getting murdered. Oh yeah, Tony. It's just sad. and But it's also a little like... Ridiculous. Like it, was, it was Tony Marchette was yeah. the, de- the like the, her father who killed Jack, Jack McKay. Yeah. Right. Apparently. So Dylan's like going after this guy because he thinks right. that that he killed his that dad. Killed his dad, and then they're like in the mafia. Falls in love with his daughter right. and gets married to him, and then she gets shot in the process because they're like, they're coming so after bad for her. like Dylan McKay, like her dad made her die basically. Her dad sent like his hit guy after Dylan, yeah, and because and it was, was like foggy car. or yeah, something he couldn't see, and he shot the person in the car, in the car and, and, and that guy ended up killing himself later. Dylan found out because he he couldn't handle the fact that he killed Tony. 
Yeah, that it is like a completely ridiculous storyline, but That's it also so gave me the feels because the whole show is ridiculous. Of course, it's a ridiculous yeah. storyline. <laughs> All right, I guess keeping keeping with the dark nature of the storylines, we'll mm. talk about Valerie's storyline. Oh yeah, oh my god, a little bit. Yeah, we can get into that. Um, a which we already kind of discussed that they didn't handle that well. Yeah. But, so, Valerie... Did we talk about that on the podcast or outside? No, we talked about it in the beginning. Oh, when, we were talk, when we were talking about Valerie. <laughs> when, we, when we introduced Valerie, we talked okay. about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Valerie finds out, or does she always know, or does she, like, remember? No, I think it was a repressed, it was a repressed memory. memory. Was it? Or did think... that happen in Melrose Place? <laughs> I don't remember. It could have happened in a different show, but it was a repressed memory. I feel like she might it have always have been. Known. No, I think she did always know because it was happening when I she think, was older. It I, wasn't yeah, like when she, she was did a, always know. The repressed memory thing definitely happened in a different show. It was probably not. But so place. we everybody we all find out that Valerie's dad was molesting her, like which is like why she was such a bitch. They don't say it that he was molesting her. They say he was having sex with her. Like yeah, they I say know. it like it was like a consensual. Exactly. Thing. I know. Like they don't acknowledge how fucked up it is. I know. They don't. They like they like make it like it's clearly fucked up because it made her a bad person. Yeah. But, but they like, don't really. So they're kind of like putting it all on her. They're not putting it on him. Well, at and then all. also her dad and her mom. Didn't her dad had her killed himself. Her dad yeah, had killed right. himself, and that's why she comes to Melrose. Or not to and Melrose her mom place, and her Beverly mom Hills. blamed her, her for mom. her dad yeah. killing himself. Yes. Yeah, like it was her because fault. Because she knew, and she knew because she knew what was happening. And yeah. She, her mom was like probably the most fucked up person. Absolutely. She just was a weak person and like didn't do anything about this. this is her daughter. Like this is happening yeah. to her daughter, and she didn't stop it. Right. It's just really weird, but yeah, they did not. Yeah, they didn't handle they that. Did well not talk all. about it in the right way. They acted like it wasn't a horrible like. Just, and they didn't even like. They didn't even use that to like um, make Valerie's character better. Like you know, how, like a lot of times they use horrible stories lines like that to redeem a character for being bad, but they don't yeah. even do that. Like they keep her as a bad person after yeah. that. Yeah. So it just feels like this whole thing they that's do. just and not like, at that moment that. When that stuff happens and comes up, you kind of empathize with Valerie, and you're like, kind of like, oh, mm-hmm. that's why she's so terrible. Right. But then she is a bad person again. Exactly. After. Right. I mean, I guess, you know, people don't always I just mean, like, well, yeah, in real life, you wouldn't expect that coming out to change. But, but to, show, to use like that, that as a storyline, like, such a dark thing to use that in a show, it's usually a tool to, like to change someone, to redeem someone, or to change something, and it's not. It's just used yeah. as a thing to make you feel bad, and then you just keep feeling bad, and yeah. everything, that nothing, like, gets better or changes from that. Yeah. Uh, well, now that we've brought the mood down, I'm gonna change, switch it a little bit and talk about something silly. Okay. <laughs> so the next thing I had on my list is, when Brenda dyes her hair blonde... <laughs> Oh my god, that's and it, right. She's, she's clearly wearing a really terrible I wig. I forgot about that. And it's shorter, <laughs> like, it, and then in the like next episode, it's like back to normal. Her hair, the texture didn't change at all. Like when you bleach your hair like that, yeah. your hair texture changes. Oh yeah, and you could tell, like, it looked like that when she had. Oh yeah. The, the wig on, and then it just went right back to normal. And that's the same thing that happened in, in Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, Girls when Lane <laughs> dyed her hair purple. purple. I was thinking, and then that. she dyes it back, and it just looks exactly and it's just like the exactly way. what it was before. This is so funny. 
Oh my god. Yeah. (laughs) The only other thing I really wrote down for that was uh, Dylan and Kelly's soulmates, but we kind of talked about that already. The whole past life thing. But I like kind of believe in that. I don't think that's that ridiculous. I mean, it's pretty I really want to get regression therapy. That's what that's called, regression therapy. It's pretty cool. find out where your past lives are. I want to do that. I mean, I I would do it. Um, the only other thing I wrote down, uh, plot or a couple of plot holes, but we already talked about one of them is like Andrea being like thirty three. Yeah. And Andrea and like <laughs> all of them, and then that they 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 definitely had their junior year twice. Because mm-hmm. I remember when they when they when Brandon was working at the pool the beach club or whatever. Oh yeah. That was like their that was the summer after their like that was supposed to be the summer before their senior year. Before their year. senior year. But then, then they had juniors, another yeah. summer before their senior year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that the writers just like like stopped the timeline at one point. They did. Just like we're like we need to like fit this into the story that we want to tell and we just need to forget about yeah. anything. They treated it like a cartoon where they were going to be the same the age, same age forever. forever. Yeah, but exactly. then they realized that they, they can't do that because <laughs> their characters are all already thirty. So, <laughs> okay, so then I, I want to go into my. Yeah, go ahead. I have so I have all of the juice behind Shannon Doherty getting kicked off the show. All of the hatred towards the Brenda character, and then I have all of these other like behind the scenes kind of revelation. So I'm going to do all the Shannon Doherty stuff first and then I'll go into the the other behind the scenes stuff. So, uh, Shannon Doherty, everybody knows, got kicked off the show. It's like she's infamous for getting kicked off TV shows. It's not the only time it happened. It happened on Charmed too. Pretty much everyone who's ever worked with her hates her and thinks she's a horrible person and she always denies all the things that they say. So, whatever. But, um... They're, they made a movie, The Unauthorized Beverly Hills 9210, and Tori Spelling has come out in multiple interviews since it all went down, even in recent times, um, kind of telling the truth about what happened. So I have that here for you today. Uh, I stole most of this from an article on TV Line, uh, so I just don't want to be plagiarizing. So I'm just telling you that's where <laughs> I got it from. Shout out to TV Line. Shout out to TV Line. Thank you for doing the uh, work for me. So, uh, Shannon Doherty got kicked off the show. Number one, Shannon Doherty and Jenny Garth um, had definitely some kind of, like, rivalry on the show, and they had gotten into what was was referred to as a fist fight on set that was broken up by some of the male actors. Um, That was one of the worst things that happened. Then later, Shannon Doherty went back to apologize to Jenny Garth when they were out at, like, the Roxbury or something and then got into a physical altercation with someone else at that club and got arrested. (laughs) So, clearly, she wasn't really that sorry. Um, And then other cast members started... To have problems working with her and like found working with her insufferable and they all started coming to Aaron Spelling asking for less scenes with her because they couldn't work with her. Um, <laughs> and then eventually it is said that the cast got together survivor style and voted her off the show <laughs> oh and then Tori had to call her dad Aaron Spelling and tell him that it was time to rape Brenda out. They sort of just t- took her off the cast list. There was no goodbyes. She was just really? gone. Yeah, that's oh, how it wow. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I read a story a while back. This wasn't from the TV line article. This was like from when I was watching the show and I got into this the first time. Um, when Jason Priestley first met Shannon Doherty, he tells this story where they were picked up together at the airport and it's like a cab that comes for them. And she says, what, they couldn't even send a limo? And that was his first impression of her. <laughs> Jason Priestley also came out saying Shannon Doherty, in quotes, 
really and truly did not give a shit. And Janet Shannon Doherty's response to that was making fun of Jason Priestley saying he had brain damage because he was in a car accident where he actually died for a few minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So if you didn't already think she was a terrible person, clearly she wow, is. Wow, what a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh Shannon Shannon Doherty claims that the limo thing was a joke, and she defends herself um, for most of the things that people say, but like I said, she was also kicked off Charmed, and people who've worked yeah. with her in movies also say bad things about her, so yeah. obviously, obviously it's not I just... I mean, your character, you don't, like, like, both of those shows, 90210 and Charmed, right. were both long, long running after she left. Exactly. And it wasn't because she left for some other reason. Like, there's right. clearly, she's clearly not... Uh, you can't deny that. Something she had said once, too, is, I'm not saying I don't have my moments of bitchiness because everybody has them, but it's never for no reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not only the cast that couldn't stand her, the uh, viewers couldn't stand her either, and there was actually a anti-fan club called the I Hate Brenda Walsh Fan Club <laughs> that was created by, it was people who ran some kind of, like, newsletter, like, magazine type thing in california at the time and it turned into this huge movement they made t-shirts bumper stickers that said i hate brenda um so the people who the people who made the magazine printed out thousands of flyers that said i hate brenda on them and spread them all over the ucla campus and even faxed them to every fax number they could find so like they made this huge (laughs) thing they vowed never to stop until brenda was kicked off the show so even magazines at the time printed things anti-brenda there was one that i wrote down that was funny that i wanted to say it was sassy magazine the title of the article was shannon doherty pathetic loser oh my god (laughs) that's harsh i know it's really harsh um According to the club, they hate Brenda as a character, but their passionate hatred for her is more because of Shannon Doherty, the person. Yeah. Um, her, they say her real Brenda life... was terrible, too. Yeah, absolutely. And they say that she was ruining people's lives, and she was terrible. Like that, They say all these things about her, but they say that her real-life nastiness has seeped into her character. Um, nicknames for Shannon Doherty on the show were... Tantrum a day, Shannon, and Barracuda, among others that they said they couldn't uh, write online because they were too horrible. (laughs) Also, Prima Donna was given to her in a magazine uh, article about her because there's a story where she was only given eight bottles of Evian water when she had requested ten (laughs) bottles to wash her hair and she threw it to wash her hair. To wash her hair. Evian bottles to to wash wash her her hair. She needed ten and they gave her eight. (laughs) Oh my god. Yes. Also, she was booed off stage when she presented at the Billboard Music Awards (laughs) and she was applauded happily when she led the Pledge of Allegiance at a Republican National Convention. <laughs> so, you can do with that as you will. I mean, I feel uh, <laughs> bad for her because didn't she get cancer? She has cancer now, but that doesn't make her a bad no, a I know, person I all st- of a sudden. But I still feel a little bit bad for her. I guess. Um, yeah, but there's also... Um, I In the article that I was reading about the anti-Brenda fan club, 
they provide a phone number if you would like more info on I Hate Brenda newsletter. A phone number? Uh, if If you want more info on the I Hate Brenda newsletter, you can obtain that by calling the number 213-960-6774. I don't know if that still exists, <laughs> but uh, you can try. We generally don't have hotlines anymore for no. our <laughs> I know, you would have so. an, an email, <laughs> but it might be interesting so to call it and see I wonder if it's still active. That is 213-960-7674. Let's call it right now. Time. No, we, we already are an hour and 17 minutes through this. Right. <laughs> just start calling it while I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's the I Hit Brenda fan club. I thought that that was hilarious that that whole thing happened. Also, um, the people who made that newsletter came out as saying that they don't actually care that much. It was more of a joke, and they were committing to the bit um, by doing all of this. And they said if you ever want to get famous, all you have to do is start printing things about a celebrity that you hate and you'll get famous. So it's no longer that's a, pretty a much active phone number. I mean, I so. figured because this article was from like 1995. Yeah. So, or like earlier than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so other than the revelations about Shannon Doherty and everything, the, um, the undisclosed or unauthorized nine, Beverly has nine two one zero. um, there are a few other things. There's a lot of things. I didn't write them all down. They're not all that interesting, but I wrote some down. Um, Tori Smelling wanted to not be cast as Aaron Spelling's daughter, but be cast on her own merit. So when she came in, she came in as Tori Mitchell, but nobody oh, really? nobody fell for it. Everybody knew who she was. <laughs> um, most of the show, from what they know, they know definitely the pilot was all filmed next to a porn studio. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, Tori Spelling got Jason Priestley and Shannon Doherty their jobs on the show. Shannon Doherty and Tori Spelling were actually, like, really good really? friends. Even after the heist, <laughs> even after getting her kicked off the show, they stayed friends for a while. But I'm surprised um, by that, these actually. days, Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth are really close. Uh, they actually appeared on an episode of RuPaul's What's the Tea? Shout out. That's really? a great podcast. Both of them together? Together. And... Michelle Visage is obsessed with 90210, so that's, like, all she wanted that to talk about amazing. the whole time. But clearly, to Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth wanted to talk, about, to talk about other things. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. You should definitely listen to it. It's a really good podcast. Um, the network, like I said before, the network didn't originally want Luke Perry on the show, um, so Tori Spelling actually paid for him to be on the show out of her own pocket. Um, then this one really is fucked up, and this is how you know that, this is what I was saying before about how the advertisers probably led to a lot of the, like, non-diversity on the show and things like that. Um, Brenda and Dylan broke up because advertisers threatened to pull out after Brenda celebrated losing her virginity. They thought that she should show remorse. What? Yes. Yes. So that's why, that's what I'm saying about... The advertisers probably had a lot to do with their not being a diverse cast. Yeah. They're not being, you know, like, clearly they have very uh, <laughs> outdated, horrible yeah. opinions about the world. That's terrible. Um, yeah, that's really terrible. Also, President Reagan was a fan of the show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, so I think that's, that's all something. I got. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's all I got. We do have a special guest who is preparing. Yes, <laughs> we can preparing. pause it for a second.
So we have a special guest with us today, Mr. Scott Warner, and he has prepared a couple of dramatic readings for us uh, from fan fictions that are out there in the world that we did not write. Somebody else wrote them. I <laughs> think prepared is a I mean, yeah. I, I Just give them credit. Scott Googles, Scott Googles <laughs> some fan fictions and... He has found a couple of the most interesting sounding ones, and he's going to read us the titles, and we're going to decide which one we want to do a dramatic reading of. So okay. this is a very special segment for you today. So, so what did you find, Scott? They're both really good. Um, they are both technically crossover fanfics. Okay. okay. We like a crossover two, fanfic. Two intellectual properties. Um, one of them, uh, I think has a really good premise to it. And it is called Valerie Malone Bites. <laughs> is she a vampire? So. <laughs> I will read you Valerie Malone, I'll, the intro at least, to Valerie Malone Bites by Mr. Billy D. Okay. Um, what you got, Mr. Billy D? <laughs> Here is a Beverly Hills 90210 slash angel crossover story. Oh, no! <laughs> where Spike the Vampire kills bad girl, in quotes, Valerie, turning her into a vampire. She is then suspected in the vampire murder of Kelly Taylor. I do not own any of the characters in this story. They belong to the producer of the shows 90210 and Angel. Valerie <laughs> Malone Bites by Mr. Billy D. I love it so much. It's so good. I mean, I don't know if you can top that one. But what <laughs> What's else, the other what one? I'm really glad to know that that exists. What's yeah. the other one? Either way, I'm glad to know that exists. Yeah. Valerie so, Malone fights. The other one is, it seems like this is a little bit more freeform, but I thought this premise was fascinating for many reasons. <laughs> um, Lost Family Woes by Mrs. Claire Louise Potter. What is that? About. Is a story about a woman named Prue Halliwell. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Shannon Doherty from Charmed. Uh-huh. <laughs> who, I think she probably, like, opens up a portal to something. Uh-huh. And she Goes somehow summons Brenda, who is also oh, Shannon Doherty. You're in yeah, that. Yeah, you're in that. It's gotta be that one. You're in that one. As much as I love <laughs> Spike and Angel... You're reading that one. It's Shannon Doherty and Shannon Doherty, and I think maybe they, they demons together or something. Oh, no. They yes. Do, I don't know if they do 90210 stuff or Charmed, or Charmed stuff. Either way, it's fine. But I think it's more of like a Shannon Doherty fanfic. Yeah. I mean, we just talked in depth a lot about, about Shannon, Shannon Doherty, Doherty, so I think it's fitting. Just read it. I think... Is it a dramatic reading? Do you need me to take a part, or is it just... I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. It's not particularly well set up. Just start reading it, and then if you feel like you but, need a dialogue back and forth, then yeah. let us know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Okay. Okay. Lost Family Woes. Okay, here is the proposed story. If it's no good, just tell me and I'll trash it. That's in the script. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 years earlier. Push, Patty. You're almost there. Victor encouraged his wife as she was about to push their first daughter into the world. They're giving birth to Prue! <laughs> Two minutes later, they heard her first cry, and Patty relaxed back on the hospital bed, smiling weakly at her husband being handed his firstborn. What shall we call her, Patty? He said as he walked over to his wife and showed her new baby to her. Prudence, after my favorite aunt. <laughs> you sure? Victor said, looking at her unsure, but smiling as she gave him the look, the one that meant business. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I am. <laughs> you gave you gave credit to this person at the beginning, right? I yeah. Did. Okay, this just is, making this sure. This is Claire Louise Potter. Just making sure. I'm totally get it, Claire. Okay. This is good. Genius. Um, what's happening? He asked the doctor, concerned for his wife showing all over his face. The doctor looked down and gasped as another baby slithered out of bed. What? Is it, is is it, it Brenda? Brenda? <laughs> yes. It looked at the newest baby. It's like, <laughs> you've had another baby, Patty. A boy, did you? A boy. Brandon? No, of course not. I'm as shocked as you are. Victor looked on again as a third baby slithered out of his Brenda and Brenda and Brandon. His face was ashen at the shock. He looked between her legs and up at her. Another girl. Do you think there's any more in there? <laughs> Victor, sorry. The doctors were buzzing around, and the two extra babies were obviously <laughs> unexpected to them as they were to their parents. Victor, panted Patty, what are you going to do? Throw him in a wormhole. <laughs> Other side of country. But they both were in California. <laughs> no, they were born in Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Duh. Yeah. Duh. I think this cuts to... Yeah, no, the other side of... This is the other side of the country. Okay, other side of the country. It's okay, doctor. I understand. No, I'll tell him myself. Thank you. Goodbye. Cindy Walsh replaced the receiver and sat down heavily on the chair near the phone table. How was she going to tell her husband, Jim, that the results were in? How would he react to the bad news? She gave birth to air? They can't have <laughs> to wait long as her husband entered the front door and upon seeing her face rushed over to his wife. Cind, what is it? Are the results in? Cindy just nodded and looked down at her hands, a lone tear falling down her face. Jim pulled her into his arms and rocked her back and forth. I'm sorry, Jim. Shh, it's okay. We can always adopt, you know. <laughs> Jim, Cindy said, looking up at him. I wanted to give you a child, and now I can't even do that. You should just leave me for someone else who can. Cindy, look at me. No, look at me, Cindy. Jim <laughs> gently shook his wife's shoulders until she looked up at him. We will get through this. Do you hear me? We'll have no more talk with me leaving you for anybody else. I love you, and I want you. Hear me. And if we can't have children, fine. We'll still have each other, okay? But everyone we know is a parent or about to become one. Even for my roommate from college, Patty, is expecting any day. <laughs> she as the phone Picking it up, she looked away from Jim. Oh, hi, Patty. You did. Congratulations. Yeah, uh-huh. Wait, what? You want us to... What, Patty? Are you serious? We can't possibly. <laughs> By this time, Jim put his arm around Cindy's shoulders at the sound of panic in her voice. Two minutes later, she replaced the receiver and smiled. We might get our dream after all. <laughs> okay, so that, that's a pretty good start. That's really good. It then goes to 30 years later. 30 years later. 30 yeah, years. Okay, so, 30 charm, years so this before. is charm time. Yeah. So wait, they're cutting, they're skipping over the 90210 time. It's charmed time, and in this timeline, Shannon Doherty never got fired from any TV shows. What year is it? So it's What's because it's when it's, it's when, probably going to be when Charm started. She was probably probably about thirty. So yeah, it makes sense because it, it started when she was first born, and then it goes into yeah, Prue's already like at least thirty. Yeah, she's the oldest. She's and the oldest. She's got to be about thirty. Yeah. Yeah, and like Phoebe is supposed to be like college, college age. age. 
So yeah. she's probably about 30. She's probably 30. Yeah. It's probably beginning of so Charmed. So this is probably the beginning of Charmed. When Shandor Or at least on. within the first season or two. While she's While still she was on still on Charmed. Yeah. Yeah. Before she died. Yeah. Because they hated her. Because Alyssa Milano hated her. So waste of Phoebe, what's taking you so long? Come on, I have to get to Buckland's. Crew Hallowell called up the stairs at her younger sister to hurry. Phoebe came rushing downstairs, trying to strap on her top. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably just they always strap. They always, she always wears such strappy tops. <laughs> it's probably one of those ba- like bandana tops that yeah. just ties yes, in the back. Yeah, it's just yes. a bandana. Exactly. Or or it's like just a sheet of cloth in the front and like one chain that like connects it to the back. <laughs> Can't wait to talk about the fashion oh, yeah. and charm. Oh yeah, charm is gonna be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. okay, okay, I'm ready. Here, can you? She said to Prue, indicating the rogue tie on her top that she couldn't get to. <laughs> Prue tied it and picked up her car keys. Okay, you got your school books? Yes. Yes. Okay, then I'll drop you off, but only if you hurry. Come on, Phoebes, I've got a heap of paperwork to do. Hurry. Jeez, Mom, I'm coming. Phoebe br- brushed past Prue and headed out the door as Prue fumed slightly at her comment. You coming or what? Phoebe called from outside as Prue grabbed her bag and left the house. After dropping Phoebe off and arranging to pick her up in a few hours, Prue drove to P3 to see Piper. Two hours later, Prue left Buckland's laden down with an extremely large pile of paperwork to do at the manor. After dumping the aforementioned papers in the back of her Cherokee Jeep, she smiled and climbed in and started the engine. A quarter of the way home, she decided to do a little shopping. She needed a new dress to wear to an upcoming corporate bash, and she decided Beverly Hills was the place to go. Oh, no. She drove all the way from San Francisco to Beverly Hills on her way home from work. Just to go shopping. Whoever wrote this clearly lives in, like, Kentucky or yeah. something. Has no idea. They're both in California. Yeah. <laughs> she looked all around. These houses were beautiful. The lawn's a dazzling luscious green and mowed to perfection. The cars in the driveways, all the most up-to-date models. Turning left out of the street, she spotted a woman walking towards where she had just left, and she did a double take. That woman looked the spitting image of her. She was so <laughs> engrossed that she didn't see the pole jump in front of her, and before she could swerve, she hit it. Her body was immediately cushioned by the airbag, but her neck didn't escape injury. Sitting back, she rubbed her neck and rested her head on the headrest, immediately regretting it as a sharp pain throbbed through her temple. Whimpering, she pulled her cell out of her bag and typed in P3's number, all the time thinking that woman she saw walking away from her car. Piper answered almost immediately. Piper, it's Prue. Uh, can you come pick me up? I just had a little car crash. My neck is hurting really bad. Can you come pick me up from Beverly Hills? Yeah. <laughs> I know you're at work in San Francisco, but can you just come to Beverly Hills real quick? <laughs> like... I'm in Maine. Can you come pick me, me up, up in, in North Carolina? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, Prue, are you okay? Wait, of course you're not. Where are you? What happened? Why did it... Piper, Piper, please, I'm on... Prue stepped out of the car and looked for a sign as to where she was. Finding it, she continued. Hillcrest Avenue, Beverly Hills. Please hurry, Piper. I think I may need a hospital. You should probably take a plane, because it's going to take you hours You'll to You'll probably walk to a hospital a lot faster than Piper's going to be able to come pick you up. <laughs> okay, okay. Stay there. I'm on my way. Piper replied before hanging up, as did Prue. 30 minutes later. No, it's not possible. Prue was leaving the hospital with painkillers. No, I think. 
choose them. 30 hospital. minutes later. And she climbed into, no, wait, Piper's car is there, so. Yes, 30 minutes later, Drew <laughs> oh, climbs no. into Piper's car. She must have, I don't even know. So are you going to tell me what oh, happened? Oh, Piper froze the world. Oh, yeah, Piper can freeze time. But, but it's still did would... she freeze it for 30 minutes, specifically? I don't know. No, but if she could, like, it, she, she froze, froze time, time okay. drove, drove there, there, picked her up, brought her to the hospital, and then she was at the hospital No, but she can only freeze time for a certain area. Like, she can only freeze time for, like, a mile or something. No, that's She true. can't freeze time for, like, a whole state. That's true. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe she, like, did a spell to, like, enhance I just think this power. person doesn't realize that. Severus is going to like it that way better, because in this universe, they're really close together. Yeah. yeah. And Shannon Doherty's two people. <laughs> um, and, okay, wait, so, are you going to tell me what happened? Why did you crash? It was strange, Piper. I was driving, and I looked out my left, and I saw a woman who looked just like me. I guess it stumped me for a sec. She looked just like you, are you sure? Positive, Piper. We could have been twins. But Prue, you're not a twin. <laughs> <laughs> One of you is more than enough. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hey, you, Prue said, feigning hurt, but smiling all the same. Hey, I remember that little spell you cast to make you stronger, and look what happened there. You and your yous hogged the bathroom for two days. Yeah, well, the less said on that, the better. Piper, was, don't tell yeah, Thieves about this, will you? She's got enough to worry about. I don't remember. I remember there being <laughs> oh, multiple Prues. she had, like... I remember there being, like, three Prues. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, Keep I'm going. Not. Sure. Um, <laughs> it's not a charm podcast. <laughs> It, it will be at some point. Yeah. Uh, how do you intend to keep it from Prue? From her Prue? She's going to sense your hurt, even if you're good enough to hide it. Okay, I guess you're right. But we can just say a dog right out in front of me. She'll only think I've gone psycho if we tell her what really happened. Okie dokie. Wait, who? Mm. Who's going to sense it? Phoebe? Because she's an empath. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, you get it. <laughs> I do. Um... Was she an empath when Prue was still around? I don't know. Keep going. Something like that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shoot, Piper. I was supposed to pick Phoebe up in... Prue looked at her watch. Ten minutes ago. Could you... Piper sighed and turn on the ignition again. Out. Scoot. I'll be back again. Don't you do anything <laughs> she's going to get. She's going to get Phoebe and then she's going to come back. <laughs> yes. Beverly Hills. Yes, Mom. Prue said grinning as Piper pulled out of the drive again. Smiling, Prue entered the house and went straight to the kitchen and switched on the kettle. She sat down and thought back to that woman she saw. Her hair was just like her own, as was her face. Was it possible she had a twin out there that she never knew about? Shaking the thoughts from her head, she reasoned that her mom would never give a child up, so the woman was probably just someone who looked like her and nothing more. Standing up as the kettle boiled, she pulled three cups out of the cupboard and put three tea bags into each. She finished making them just as Phoebe walked in and covered her in a huge hug, followed by Piper, who just stood smiling. I was so worried when you was late. You're never late. And then Piper tells me you crashed your beautiful jeans. <laughs> you're beautiful. <laughs> well, if you get your hair out of my mouth, I can tell you, Prue said while chewing on Phoebe's hair. Oh, sorry, Phoebe said as she took hold of Prue's hand and led her to the table and sat yeah, her she down. Wasn't well, no. a dog ran out in front of me and I swerved to avoid it, Prue replied while looking away. She wasn't an empath until she, like, worked at the... Phoebe looked at Prue. Mm -hmm. She could tell she was lying to her. She didn't think that was all that happened. Deciding to confront her with this truth, she took hold of Prue's hand and looked into her eyes. A dog? Come on, Prue. That's not what happened, and you know it. I can tell when you're lying. Now, what really happened? 
Okay, but you're going to think I've gone mental. I saw a woman who looked just like me, walking on the street, and I lost control. Phoebe, she was the spitting image of me. A woman? Yeah. Who looked like you? Yeah. Oh, Piper, she thinks I'm nuts. I don't think you're nuts, but it's interesting, though. Interesting? Why? I don't know. It just is. So you say she looks just like you? Yeah. Wait, Phoebes, what are you thinking? Well, that I might just go out and stake out the street and see for myself, Phoebe said, standing up and leaving the kitchen. No. Oh, Phoebes. Prue called after her, but Phoebe was gone. Prue stood up and walked into the foyer just as Phoebe was pulling on her coat. You're not going now, are you? Yeah, and you're coming with me, Phoebe said, grabbing hold of Prue's arm and the car keys, dragging her with her. Piper, Prue said for help, but she just laughed as Phoebe pulled Prue out the door. As they pulled out of the drive, Phoebe asked Prue where she saw the woman, and Prue directed her to the street. Once there, Prue looked at the spot where she crashed the car, which had since been towed to the body shop, and they parked up at the curb, spelled K-E-R-B. <laughs> okay. So where did you see this mystery woman then, Phoebe asked. Over there, she was walking back towards the street, Prue said, pointing. Okay, well, let's just wait here and see if she shows again. And we're going to leave that on a cliffhanger and read the rest of it when we talk about Charmed. <laughs> because it's long. But wow. What's her name, Claire? Um, let me go back to that. It's... Mrs. Claire Louise Potter. Mrs. Claire Louise Potter. This is some good fanfic. Thank you, Mrs. Claire you Louise Potter. You probably won't for listen to this, this but <laughs> if, if you've you listened do, this far, we've loved this so far. Uh, I can't wait to hear about what happens. <laughs> yeah, so we'll do our charmed episode like soonish. Yeah, in the next couple maybe weeks next, or so. Maybe the next one. Yeah, we could either do Melrose Place next week or Charmed next week. Let's do Charmed because of the. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, we don't need to do. Can't get enough. We don't need to watch it. You know, I've seen every yeah, episode, I've seen many every times. episode so many times. So yeah, we'll do that next next week, hopefully, okay. and we'll finish the rest of that. Unless fanfic. you really don't want us to do that, and you actually listen to our podcast, which then we like you a lot. So tell us, <laughs> yeah, tell email us. us, email us at rbtvpodcast at gmail Follow us on Instagram at rbtvpodcast and Twitter at Twitter the same at rbtvpodcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yep. And I think that's... Yeah, and contact us however you'd like. Give us your thoughts, your opinions. Rate. Tell us your favorite shows. Subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher. Rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget. Yes, please. And, yeah. And that's it. Tell us your favorite shows. Tell us what you like. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What's it say? It says if we drop the whole thing right now, they won't go ahead and flunk all of us. Can they do that? Listen, I know how important Donna Martin is to all of you, but Superintendent Eppard is serious about this. And I'd hate to see you throw your entire high school careers down the drain for this. Tell Superintendent Eppard that uh, summer school registration is going to break the record this year. Donna Martin graduates. Donna Martin graduates. Donna Martin graduates. Donna Martin graduates. Has gone too far. Maybe you should just tell everybody to go home. Hey, come on, you sound like Spiro Agnew. Everybody!